people when I'm teaching them uh, mental class, then I have to teach them about also the darker side and and the healing sides of the inner child. And I, I think in order to to activate like the happy and joyful sides, we first have to heal the more wounded sides. It's the Inspiration Place podcast with artist Miriam Shulman. Welcome to the Inspiration Place podcast, an art world insider podcast for artists by an artist, where each week we go behind the scenes to uncover the perspiration and inspiration behind the art. And now, your host, Miriam Shulman. Well, hello there, Passion Maker. This is Miriam Shulman, your curator of inspiration, and you're listening to podcast episode 193 of The Inspiration Place. I am so grateful that you're here. Today, we're talking all about visual journaling and how this artist created a certification program so that others can teach her methods. Our guest is an art therapist, author, and artist. She holds a BA and an MA in design from Beckinshire. I didn't check that pronunciation before we started recording. Beckinshire University in England and an MA in art therapy from Lesley College. Over the past 15 years since her return to Israel, she's been working as a therapist and developed the Soul Pages method, which combines healing, creativity, and art in a visual journal. In 2015, she established the Creative Journeys School. And she trains facilitators in her art journaling unique method, Soul Pages, all over the world. Since that time, 130 facilitators have been certified and work with various groups and individuals. In 2021, she started to teach the Soul Pages mentor training internationally via Zoom. Her book, Elements of Visual Journaling, was published in 2019, and it's the first publication to compile all elements of the Soul Pages method. Our guest is now working on a second book called Color Archetypes Around the Connections of Our Soul Energies, Colors, and Archetypes. Please welcome to the inspiration place, Rekafet Hadar. Well, hello. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you, Miriam? So first of all, tell everybody where you are in the world. I'm based in Israel right now and i live in a north place uh, that's called amikam it's a small village okay so my, my son currently my listeners have heard this a million times by now i think so my son just moved to israel right now he's living mm. in jerusalem and he was talking to me how he wants to move to like a village commuting distance from jerusalem is that where you are are you commuting distance or no no i i live in the north of israel more closer to haifa Okay, so um, my friend Danielle Weil lives near Haifa too. She's a copywriter. Maybe someday I'll introduce you to. So, all right. So we have a lot to get started with. I love to ask my guests, especially the artists who come to my show, how they get inspired. How I get inspired? Yeah. How do you How do you find your inspiration? I think my main source of inspiration is uh, traveling. I'm uh, addicted to traveling around the world. I try to at least a few times a year to, to go some places. And, and this is like my escape. And this is where I get all my inspiration. So how's that been the last few years? 
yeah, it was difficult <laughs> actually, but I, yeah. I managed to I managed to be in a few places, and uh, not like uh, places that I really love, like India or you know. But uh, at least I traveled. Did you tra- you traveled within the country? I traveled sometimes in Israel. I actually live in a very peaceful, beautiful place, and I, I go a lot to nature, and that's also another inspiration for me. Okay, and so, tell people who are not familiar what is the northern part of Israel, the countryside, like there because it's very different than maybe what they're imagining. <laughs> How can I explain how it looks? It's not like deserty. It, actually, right. it looks it looks uh, where I live. They call it the Toscan of Israel. So it's uh, it's very green. We have lots of animals here, like wild animals, like boars, and uh, and I I think it's a uh, maybe it looks like a village in uh, Europe. Really beautiful here. That's nice. Yeah, my son sent me the other day a video of. A jackal just running around in the park. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, just like there it was. Luckily, he doesn't have like a little pet <laughs> to worry about <laughs> being carried away. So, exactly, yeah. yeah. All right. So, let's get into visual journaling. So, first of all, because there may be some people listening who are not familiar, would you define what visual journaling is, at least what it is for you? So art journaling, which is another name for visual journaling, basically started, I think, like 30 years ago to be uh, almost like a small movement uh, in the art world. So when people started to create like their own kind of creation, very personal creation, and I I started visual journaling, I, I decided to name it visual journaling in Israel, I think it was, uh, I was one of the first one here. And for me, it's uh, it's kind of an art that actually defined everybody to be an artist. So everybody have the possibilities to create. Uh, that's what really attracted me to, to this kind of art. And um, yeah, you want me to keep going? Yeah, keep going. About it? I will <laughs> okay. interrupt you if I need to. <laughs> okay. So, um, Yes, yeah, so it started as a like everybody can be an artist kind of movement. What I find out is that there are special things that are repeating. And this is how I discovered like the seven elements that I'm writing about. Mainly it's a collage-based kind of art. When you use collage and you use images, but the main idea is that you connect them to yourself. So you want to create art that is very personal. And it's almost therapeutic. So you don't do it. Uh, I mean, some people want to be like artists, like professional artists. But most people that do art journaling, they just do it for themselves to be connected to their inner parts. I picked up art journaling. So by the way, I do have two children, even though I'm talking mostly about my son today. So <laughs> I picked up art journaling when my son was in high school. And he was on the wrestling team, which meant long hours hanging out at the gym, not watching him. Like maybe he has, a two, the matches are two minutes each and maybe has a couple, if he's lucky, if he advanced a day and it was hours and hours at the, at the gym sitting in the stands. 
And it was a nice way that I could have portable artwork. So I would come with a bag of markers and washi tape. And it was a great way that I could use that time for myself and not feel at all resentful that I had to be in a sweaty, smelly gym all day (laughs) for my child. You mentioned earlier that you had seven elements. So I'm very curious, Mm -hmm. what are those seven elements? So I I call them the seven elements because uh, for me, uh, it gives structure to, to the art that I'm doing. And this the you can say that you have like the mother and father of elements, which is uh, in intention. And the second element is magical coincidence. And these are kind of vague kind of elements, but they are really connecting uh, all the surprises and all the and they also add the intention to your art. Uh, the other five elements, I call them like the children of the elements. And these are uh, color, image, text, uh, line, and background. So if you follow that, it's really very easy to teach people how to how to art journal because you have you have a structure, and people really catch it very easily, and they just start creating. That's great. So my daughter also likes to art journal. Oh, I am actually talking about both kids. Okay. <laughs> See, I love both my kids the same or whatever. Maybe I, you know, my, my mother used to say to, uh, to my sister and I, when we would complain, oh, you like her better. And she would say, no, I, I, you bother me both equally. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so my daughter method of art journaling, she just likes to cover an entire page with washi tape and make patterns and things like that. You know, everyone finds their own own path, but I love the exactly. way you broke down broke down a structure, and then the purpose behind the visual journaling for the students who come to you. What what do you define as their purpose or purposes for doing art journaling or visual journaling? I think what most important to me is kind of uh, activating this part of us that is um, joyful. Mm. It started when, um, because I'm an art therapist and I met with lots of difficult cases and uh, I started to look for like methods to work with them and how to kind of uh, bring them back to life or make them um, connect with the healthy and joyful parts of themselves. And slowly I began to see that really connecting to your inner child, your dreams, so all the positive things in life uh, is what's really important. And I think this is what I, I want to encourage for people to, to really connect to those parts that uh, help you thrive and dream and achieve your goals. So it's um, so for, like a- for you, it's about connecting to the positive side of your inner child. I know that some people, and this may not be true in your work, so you can tell me some people with inner child work, they will heal, use it to heal the parts of our childhood that were more painful. Do your, does your journal practice dive into that shadow side at all? Yeah, I think uh, it's dependent because I have uh, different courses. So I'm always um, uh, creating the course uh, for the people that are coming to me. So um, for example, when I'm teaching them a mental class, then I have to teach them about also the darker side and and the healing sides of the inner child. 
And I, I think in order to, to activate like the happy and joyful sides, we first have to heal the more wounded sides. So I'm doing lots of shamanic journeys and uh, lots of voice dialogue. All those are techniques of uh, kind of uh, healing the more uh, wounded places. Okay. And when you started teaching art journaling or visual journaling to other people, were you doing this in person? Like yeah. how, how did you start teaching these methods? So this is really a nice story. I think I I actually started art journaling when my mother was really sick. She was dying of cancer. Mm. And I used it as a way to help myself, like sitting in the hospital for hours. Yeah. And then after she died, we had the Shiva and people just came over and I was like walking in my journal, like filling up uh, so many pages. And, and then people asked me, can you teach me how to do it? So just after that, I started teaching people, you know, just they just came and wanted to study. And I taught them in my house in the beginning. And uh, every time it went bigger and bigger and, uh, you know, how Israeli are from uh, telling each other. And suddenly I had like four groups and it took some time and I started to write and uh, because I'm, I love writing. And uh, slowly I found out that I have a method here. Yeah. When did you move this? So, okay. So you started teaching in person. I know you have a book and I know you have online classes. So after mm -hmm. teaching in person, which came next? After about two years of teaching just a regular course to people, I decided to open my first uh, facilitator class because I, I couldn't teach anymore. You know, I couldn't open more groups. So I said, let's uh, teach other people to uh, this method and they can spread it out. And then I opened the first facilitator class. And from there, it's also uh, got bigger. The second year, I already opened like two classes. Okay, so I just want to get this straight. So before you had an online class and before you had a book, you created this certification or this mentorship program. Yeah. Is that correct? Wow, yes. that's fantastic. So basically, you teach other people how to teach your, your seven-part method. Yes, it's much more than only the seven elements, I think. Uh, but yes, I'm teaching them uh, my way of working with people and um, uh, like what I'm like the building blocks of like the theory behind my uh, my method, which is Jungian uh, psychology. And um, yeah, so it started way back, like maybe seven years ago. Okay, so now you have you are an art therapist. So the people who get certified, do they have a therapy background or do they, do they not need, what kind of background do they need to have in order to, to get certified with you? No, I, I take everybody that just want to be a mentor. And that's why I call it a mentor and not uh, like a therapy. Okay. Because I think, uh, I think what I believe is like this kind of program is meant to have people be able to mentor each other. So it's kind of being like uh, somebody that walks with you on the way. And it's a group kind of program. So people are uh, working with groups of women. I think it's really 
give them a, a different kind of uh, way to help them than a therapist. It's much more eye to eye and a much more closer attitude. Okay. So when did you start or do you teach this online or is it just for people in Israel then to learn this method? No, I started to teach online with with uh, COVID. I didn't have a choice. Uh, we had so many uh, like quarantines. Then I decided uh, to teach also the international course because I, I actually got people from abroad that read my book and they asked me, when, when are you opening an international uh, class? So I was really scared in the beginning, but then I, I decided I will do it. Because the international class, is that in English? Yes. Okay. And the, up until then, you'd only been certifying people in, in he- Hebrew, right? Yes. Okay. Exactly. All right. So I just started last year. Fantastic. So how many people have been trained in your method around the world? So now I have, uh, in this class, I have 16 ladies that are studying with me. And uh, yes, I just now started the uh, next year registration. So it's, uh, it's really exciting. Okay. So I know you call these soul pages. Why are they called soul pages? Because I think the essence of my method is to to be connected to your soul. In every, uh, I call it lesson or process, you can even call it, in every um, one of these lessons, there is a very important part of connection. So it's either a meditative process or guided imagination or um, a very meaningful writing exercise. So it's always not, just about the art that you create, but you create art to connect to yourself. Wow. And how can this process transform people? Like what kinds of transformations have you seen? I saw amazing transformation. In the beginning, lots of women came to me, for example, when they had like uh, lost uh, loved ones or lots of um, women that are... Uh, experiencing like sickness and they told me this this practice actually keeps them alive so it's it's it was really meaningful for them and then in the um, like in the program some of the um, participants started to open their own like uh, special groups so it went to schools even and went to all kinds of special uh, communities that really needs it and they would never get it otherwise. And I think that was my main goal, to actually give it to people that need it. Is this a, a secular course, or does it have any connection to Judaism? No. I mean, I'm Jewish, but I, I don't practice, uh, I'm not religious. I think it's built mostly on um, Jungian base. Okay. So like the... Exploring the inner archetypes and the inner parts of ourselves. And uh, also I incorporate shamanic journeys. And But actually you can combine soul pages to anything. So uh, some people are coming to me. I think the, mo- the main idea is that uh, part of my course, I call it the diamond mine, because you can connect it to everything that you gathered in your life. So everybody can uh, actually create their own uh, kind of way to teach the soul pages. 
Okay, I love this. I know there's a lot, there's a big movement with some Christian communities for using art journaling mm-hmm. for Bibling. So that's why I was asking if you use it, but, yeah. but your method is non-denominational. So it's for exactly. anyone to use it however they want. All right. So lastly, tell us about your book. And is that translated into other languages, your vi- book on visual journaling? Mm-hmm. It's in Hebrew and English, and uh, now there is a talk uh, about translating into Chinese, maybe, and that will—that's like a real dream if it succeeds. So, yeah. What is it called? That's so we can now. so we can get the book. So it's called Layers of Meaning. I don't know if you saw it, but oh, that's beautiful. So, <laughs> yeah, and um, that was actually my way of publishing my art because I cannot sell my art. It's all in uh, small journals and I have like tons of them at home, but I would never sell my my journals. So um, in the book, I I have lots of my art spreads. It felt really good to actually bring it to the world. I can um, relate to that. So I'm I'm moving from my home in the suburbs to the city and I had boxed up all my art journals and my husband says, why are you saving them? <laughs> and then of course I had to say, well, why are you saving all of your, you know, I don't want to make fun of them. Well, exactly. I, I make so fun precious. of them on the podcast all the time. So I don't know why I'm stopping myself now, but you know, all the things that he finds precious, you know, all his Mm. screwdrivers, which sounds like a ridiculous thing, but he has a lot of different (laughs) tools. You know, like we all have our things that come with us and someday Mm. our children will have to deal with them when we go and that's okay. Exactly. Yeah, but they are very precious. Yeah, I'm not going to give them up any more than he's going to give up his journals. All right. So if people want to learn how to be certified in the Soul Pages method or the Soul Pages mentor program, what should they do? They should uh, come to my site, uh, sign up to my site and um, all the details, uh, I think, in the main page. My site called soulpages.com. Okay, soulpages.com. And we'll make sure that we link to everything we talked about in the show notes. So today's show is 193. So if you go to shulmanart.com forward slash 193, you will find a link to her book as well as a link to her website so that you can check out either her next online class or the certification. Do you have any last words for our listeners before we call this podcast complete? Yeah, I mean, I, I would really recommend to try your in, connect to your inner child because I think that's like the most empowering part of you and uh, the joyful and um, all the happiness and joyful parts of you can be activated if you connect to your inner child. All right, that was beautiful. Okay, thank you so much for being with me here today. All right, everyone, we will see you the same time same place next week. Stay inspired. Thank you for listening to the Inspiration Place podcast. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash shulmanart, on Instagram at shulmanart, and of course on shulmanart.com.